0: You're listening to In Their Own Words, our podcast series where people of faith talk about their religion. Today, Bahá'íism.
1: I am Sam Roskams, and I'm a Baha'i. I would like to start introducing the Baha'i faith by reading a prayer from the Baha'i writings. It is called the Short Obligatory Prayer. And it is particularly significant because in just a few lines it states the purpose of our lives and gives a sense of the fundamental relationship that exists between us and God. It says, I bear witness, O my God, that thou hast created me to know thee and to worship thee. I testify at this moment to my powerlessness and to thy might, to my poverty and to thy wealth. There is none other God but thee, the help imperil peril, the self-subsisting.
0: What does every Baha'i believe in?
1: The Baha'i faith itself is a world religion whose purpose is to unite all the peoples of the world in one universal cause, one common faith. The traditions of almost every people include the promise of a time when peace and harmony will be established on earth and humankind will live in prosperity. Baha'is believe that that time has come and that Baha'u'llah, the founder of the Baha'i faith, is the great personage whose teachings will enable mankind to build a better world. Baha'is believe in one God and that he is unknowable in his essence. We cannot comprehend him in the same way that, for example, a table cannot comprehend the nature of the carpenter who made it. God created all things, and the reason he did so, Baha'u'llah tells us, is love. In one passage in the Baha'i Writings, it says, I knew my love for thee, hence I created thee. Wherefore do thou love me, that I may name thy name, and fill thy soul with the spirit of life. The way this love flows to us is through God's eternal covenant. According to this covenant, or agreement, whenever humanity becomes forgetful of God and his teachings, God reveals his will and purpose to us through a special messenger or manifestation of God. Just as polished mirrors reflect the light and the heat of the sun, the manifestations of God perfectly reflect the will of God. These manifestations of God include Moses, Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, Krishna, and the twin founders of the Baha'i faith, the Bab and Baha'u'llah. Baha'is understand that the revelation we receive from God is, in this sense, progressive. In other words, as humanity's needs and potentialities change, God renews his teachings through his manifestations. One of the most prominent of the teachings that Baha'u'llah has brought for humanity in this day is the oneness of humankind. In his writings, Baha'u'llah says, the earth is but one country and mankind its citizens, and that we are even as the leaves of one branch and the fruits of one tree. Baha'u'llah also teaches us the need to abolish prejudice of all kinds, be it racial, social, economic, gender or national prejudice. He taught the equality of men and women, and he taught that science and religion are in harmony, because after all, there is only one reality. Baha'u'llah's teachings also include the need to eliminate extremes of wealth and poverty and the need for universal education. Baha'is believe that each human is created noble, that each human should be regarded as a mine rich in gems of inestimable value, and that after death our soul continues to progress towards God. Baha'is also believe that we all have a twofold moral purpose in life to develop ourselves and to contribute to the advancement of society. In accordance with this, Baha'is around the world are working with any who wish to join them to try to improve the material and spiritual conditions of their neighborhoods and villages.
0: What is the Baha'i Faith's Holy Scripture or Scriptures, and what's your favorite passage in it?
1: The holy writings of the Baha'i Faith are truly vast. Baha'u'llah alone revealed enough writings to fill about a hundred volumes. The Báb, who announced Bahá'u'lláh's coming, also revealed a comparable amount, as did Bahá'u'lláh's son and appointed successor, Abdu'l-Bahá. Their writings touch on a great many aspects of life, from teachings about society and the advancement of civilization, to more abstract matters concerned with the nature of the soul and life after death. Many writings were revealed in the form of books. There is, for example, a book of laws called the Qatabi while others were revealed in many thousands of tablets to individuals. One of my favourite passages in the Baha'i Writings is from Baha'u'llah, in which he guides us succinctly and with great beauty in how to behave. It says, Be generous in prosperity and thankful in adversity. Be worthy of the trust of thy neighbour and look upon him with a bright and friendly face. Be a treasure to the poor, an admonisher to the rich, an answerer of the cry of the needy, A preserver of the sanctity of thy pledge. Be fair in thy judgment and guarded in thy speech. Be unjust to no man, and show all meekness to all men. Be as a lamp unto them that walk in darkness, a joy to the sorrowful, a sea for the thirsty, a haven for the distressed, an upholder and defender of the victim of oppression. Let integrity and uprightness distinguish all thine acts. Be a home for the stranger a balm to the suffering, a tower of strength for the fugitive. Be eyes to the blind and a guiding light unto the feet of the erring. Be an ornament to the countenance of truth, a crown to the brow of fidelity, a pillar of the temple of righteousness, a breath of life to the body of mankind, an ensign of the hosts of justice, a luminary above the horizon of virtue, a dew to the soil of the human heart, an ark on the ocean of knowledge, A sun in the heaven of bounty, a gem on the diadem of wisdom, a shining light in the firmament of their generation, a fruit upon the tree of humility. How do you become a Baha'i? Anyone can become a Baha'i. Being a Baha'i simply means believing in your heart that Baha'u'llah is the manifestation of God for this day. One who believes this will of course want to strive earnestly to live in accordance with the teachings that he has brought. Being a Baha'i is essentially a state of faith that must be expressed in deeds. On this point, the son of Baha'u'llah, Abdul Baha, who I mentioned earlier, was once asked, What is a Baha'i? He replied, To be a Baha'i simply means to love all the world, to love humanity and try to serve it, to work for universal peace and universal brotherhood. So there is a strong sense in which being a Baha'i is not simply like being the member of a club or an inward-looking community. But rather, being a Baha'i is an aspiration, or a goal of service to humanity to which the followers of Baha'u'llah are all striving. That said, there is also a formal administrative component to becoming a Baha'i. In accordance with the Baha'i writings, the Baha'i community is administered by democratically elected councils that govern the affairs of communities at the local, national and international level. Respectively, these are called local spiritual assemblies, National Spiritual Assemblies, and the Universal House of Justice.
0: What are some important Baha'i customs and festivals? What is your favourite custom and your favourite festival? Baha'is in each locality
1: normally gather every 19 days to hold what are called 19-day feasts. At these gatherings, Baha'is pray together and consult about the affairs of the community, especially how we can advance our contributions to the welfare of society. Baha'is also hold gatherings on specific dates to mark a number of special occasions connected with the history of the faith. The most significant of these is the Festival of Rezvan, which lasts for 12 days from the 21st of April to the 2nd of May. This commemorates Baha'u'llah's brief stay in the Garden of Rezvan outside Baghdad in Iraq, where in 1863 he declared his mission as a manifestation of God. Baha'is gather at this time to celebrate with prayer and festivities. It is also at this time that local and national spiritual assemblies are elected. With respect to customs, the Baha'i faith is a world religion with adherents in virtually every country and from all kinds of social, cultural and religious backgrounds. As such, Baha'is do not have, nor do they try to promote, any internal customs beyond living
0: according to the Baha'i teachings. What are some symbols of the Baha'i faith, and is there a way to recognise a Baha'i in the street? There are a few symbols
1: that are associated with the Baha'i faith. One in particular, called the ringstone symbol, consists of three horizontal lines signifying God, his manifestations, and mankind, which are joined by one vertical line. Either side of this are two stars, representing the twin manifestations of the Baha'i faith, the Bab and Baha'u'llah. A nine-pointed star is another symbol closely associated with the Baha'i faith. The number nine itself has significance in the Baha'i revelation. It signifies the word Baha, which means glory. As the highest single-digit number, nine symbolizes completeness. Baha'is regard the Baha'i faith as the fulfillment of the expectations of all prior religions, and so the nine-pointed star reflects that sense of fulfillment and completeness. As has already been referred to, Baha'is come from all traditions and do not, for example, wear any special dress. If anything, Baha'is would simply strive to be distinguished by their conduct. That is the challenge. In one passage that sets a particularly high standard, Abdu'l-Baha says, You must conduct yourselves in such a manner that you may stand out distinguished and brilliant as the sun among other souls. Should any one of you enter a city... He should become a centre of attraction by reason of his sincerity, his faithfulness and love, his honesty and fidelity, his truthfulness and loving-kindness towards all the peoples of the world, so that the people of that city may cry out and say, This man is unquestionably a Baha'i, for his manners, his behaviour, his conduct, his morals, his nature and disposition reflect the attributes of the Baha'is.
0: When and where do you worship, and who leads that worship? There are actually no clergy in the Baha'i faith.
1: Prayer is a very significant part of the Baha'i life, though, and a great many prayers were revealed by the Baha'u'llah and Abdu'l-Baha. Baha'is pray individually or together, and usually in their own homes. In one passage, Abdu'l-Baha describes prayer in this way, there is nothing sweeter in the world of existence than prayer. Man must live in a state of prayer. The most blessed condition is the condition of prayer and supplication prayer is conversation with God. The greatest attainment or the sweetest state is none other than conversation with God. It creates spirituality, creates mindfulness and celestial feelings, begets new attractions of the kingdom and engenders the susceptibilities of the higher intelligence. In a sense, worship is also expressed through one's deeds. On one occasion, Abdu'l-Bahá actually said, a day's work done in the spirit of service is in itself an act of worship. Such work is prayer unto God.
0: What does it mean to you personally to be a Baha'i? Being a
1: Baha'i means everything to me. It is a call to progress individually and to be of service to others, to dedicate my life to contribute to both spiritual and material progress. For me personally, I derive particular inspiration from the learning of the life of Abdu'l-Bahá, who is the perfect exemplar of Baha'u'llah's teachings. Despite enduring a life of persecution and incarceration, abdul Baha was renowned for the love and kindness that he showered upon all he met. There are a great many stories and accounts of his behaviour. To give just a flavour of them, I'd just like to share a couple of small stories. In one case, there was a man in Akka where abdul Baha was imprisoned for many decades, who out of pure prejudice spoke badly of abdul Baha. He spread malicious rumours about him and openly showed his contempt for him. However, this man was also in fact quite poor, and despite all that this man said, it was actually abdul Baha that went out of his way to take care of him. abdul Baha paid for doctors to visit him, offered him food and money, and generally offered whatever assistance and care he could. Such was this man's blind hatred, he would sometimes hold one hand out to have his pulse checked by a doctor whom abdul Baha had provided, while at the same time covering his face with his other hand so that he did not have to look at abdul Baha this pattern lasted for no less than 24 years before the man's hatred mellowed and he eventually implored forgiveness from abdul baha having recognized his extraordinary divine goodness so for me personally when i think of the baha'i faith and what it means i think more than anything else of these inspirational stories and of abdul baha's demonstration of how to live a divine life
0: what do you think is the most common misconception about the baha'i faith it's a good question
1: I think sometimes there is confusion as to what the Baha'i faith is. Because of the focus in the Baha'i writings on contributing to the social good, some people have been left with the impression that the Baha'i faith is simply some kind of social movement. At the same time, others have thought that because the Baha'is recognise all the manifestations of God that came in the past, including Moses, Jesus, Muhammad, Krishna and Buddha, it is some kind of eclectic composite religion. In truth, the Baha'i Faith is an independent world religion with its own founders and its own teachings. It is very recent, having only been established in 1844, and it came out of an Islamic context in the same way that Christianity came from a Jewish context. But it now has more than six million adherents hailing from almost every country and territory in the world.
0: What do you think the Baha'i Faith shares with other religions? Again, it is central to Baha'i belief that the teachings brought by the founders
1: of the major world religions of the past are from God. Baha'is recognise the divinity and the authority of those founders, or manifestations of God, without reservation. Baha'is simply believe that Baha'u'llah is the latest in this line of manifestations, and that his teachings are what will enable humanity in this day and age to advance. To explore this concept a little further, it may be helpful to use an analogy. The development of humanity is in some respects very similar to the development of an individual human. Just as the needs, requirements and responsibilities of a baby or a child are different from those of an adult, humanity's needs, requirements and responsibilities also change over time. As humanity progresses, there is a periodic need for renewal of those divine teachings that help us direct our lives individually and collectively. On this point, it is important to draw a distinction between the social teachings brought by successive manifestations, which change according to the needs of the time, and those laws of God that are unchangeable. So as an example of a social teaching particular to this time in history, Baha'u'llah teaches us to regard the world as one country. He admonishes the leaders of the world to work in unity and peace for the betterment of all. Baha'u'llah teaches that it will be necessary to adopt a world language so that misunderstandings may be avoided, and the people of the world can live as one human family. However, these teachings would not have made sense in previous ages, when humanity was in its infancy, and the oneness of the world could barely have been conceived, much less expressed as a social reality. On the other hand, ordinances such as showing love and kindness to others, which are expressed in a variety of ways in all the world's major religions, clearly have enduring value. In looking to these, it is clear that the source of inspiration for the manifestations of God has always been one, and that in this sense there has only ever been one religion, the religion of God.